1025. It's time to talk football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good evening and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard Celtic and Rangers are both through to the Europa League group stages After seeing off AIK and Ligia Warsaw The likes of Lazio, Porto, Rennes and Feyenoord are set to come here to Glasgow after the draw is made And Glasgow's big two now meet each other on Sunday at Ibrox I'm Gordon Duncan, joining me tonight is Mark Guidi and Hugh Keevans Only one more sleep until Ibrox And that is not dodgy arithmetic You might get some shut eye tonight but no Rangers or Celtic Fan will be able to sleep tomorrow night On the eve of the biggest league game of this season High noon on Sunday means High anxiety High expectations High jinks High scoring High living If you win But in the meantime Mark That's a tasty looking European draw for the pair of them He sucked you in there Mark Weedy I <laughs> saw the face going What's he talking about There are two sleeps to go But yes Massive weekend And coming off the back of a massive night as well The transfer window uh, Is about to close So it really is all happening Ah, it's brilliant. Uh, this is what it's all about. Delighted for both clubs last night, you know, and the, the drama uh, for Rangers. I think will really give them a lift. Uh, Granity Sunday will give them that extra um, energy for Celtic. A comfortable win uh, for them, and credit to them for that. But yep, it's all about Sunday. Neither team will, will, will want to lose. Neither wants to lose any ground at the top of the league. And you're now balancing up Hugh Keevans because it's a very quick turnaround. So yes, you've got the high of last night, but the, the job. Comes in sharp focus for Sunday Who's fit, who's not fit How will that game look come the weekend What sort of marker can be laid down If we lived in a, a normal place Then the fourth of 38 games Might not be that important But the bragging rights are there And because of the international break The loser has to live With the horrible taste of defeat In their mouths for two weeks Neither wants that Let's hear from you What did you make of last night's performances? What did you make of the draw? And what are you thinking? Ahead of Sunday's big one Stephen Gerrard says Nights like last night made him proud To be the Rangers manager He says Nikola Katic put in a wow performance Against Ligia Warsaw And he says a half-time hammering Sparked them into life I needed to go for them at half-time I needed to provoke them at half-time To really let themselves go And just free We had 45 minutes at half-time to, to win a football match And took all the responsibility away from them And just said go Go, leave it out there, give me everything you've got. That's exactly what they did. So I'm, I'm really proud of them. The players deserve all the credit for this, and it's a huge, huge result for the football club. It was a wow performance for, for someone his age and his experience. He was a mountain out there, and um, he's a sponge on the training pitch. He, he wants to learn. He understands that he's got to continue to keep soaking up all the information and keep learning and growing. But someone his age, wow, outstanding. If you think about defenders, normally they're not ready till probably mid-20s to perform like that big pressure game a lot at stake knowing that probably one goal against could be so damaging to the team he was in the way of everything he passed sensibly positionally he was spot on won every header everything that was in his way he just flattened it yeah there was a lot of, lot of big performances tonight if I was pushed in one direction I'd probably give Nico man of the match you see the place at the end and uh, there wasn't a prouder man in the building than me one of the reasons I took this job was because of the support from the outside I could see the pain I could see uh, the disappointment and I wanted to come in here and help. It's moments like tonight that make me feel so proud and make it worthwhile. 
Ultimately Hugh Keevan Stephen Gerrard will be judged On what he puts in the Rangers trophy cabinet However Before we get there You cannot argue with his record In European qualifying last season And this season Two campaigns in a row To come from the first round of qualifying And make it into the group stages Outstanding And now he and Alfredo Morelos Have earned Rangers Approximately £12 million By making the group stages uh, Morelos also spared Rangers an extra half hour Which you really don't want Prior to a game against Celtic uh, And you can take everything from the first half of that interview with Steven Gerrard I had to go for them I told them not to leave anything out there And you can apply it all to Sunday afternoon as well Chris is a Rangers fan in Dumbarton What did you make of it Chris? Uh, good evening guys um, Well last night it was it was one of these games You were in the, the edge of your seat the whole time um, The quality wasn't always there It wasn't comfortable uh, And we had a, a couple of really nervy moments at times But that, that last goal you, you can't really um, You can't really emulate that feeling you get When you score a, a goal as important as that So late on um, it's, it's absolutely massive for us and, and obviously over the moon with the result Where does that rank Chris In terms of you know single moments of Joy that you've had And maybe in the last few seasons In, in, in recent years It's right up there I mean obviously when, when Your old firm goals you, You'll get that kind of reaction as well And I remember the, the game against um, Rapid Vienna last year When Morelos scored that third goal To give it seal the three points That was up there as well But you know Last night was, was really special That was a really tough team We had to break down uh, Mark Guidi Alfredo Morelos Stepping up when Rangers needed him yeah, he, he did a really important goal Sets him up for Sunday I don't think there's any question now He will lead the line uh, on Sunday And, uh, you know, saving Rangers that extra 30 minutes I think the, the most pleasing thing Will be just the patience There was no panic Which is a sign that a team Is growing, developing, learning And then when you look, as, as you said In the region of £10 million For both clubs for, for those results Last night You look at that Two summers in a row Stephen Gerrard has delivered it as manager 20 million quid That's paid for everything That he's brought into the club you know, He's made what 20, 22 signings Maybe more Transfer fees And stuff like that So he's paid His own way In terms of what they have to do And now he'll hope That he's bored If there are any bids And I think there will be bids Particularly from, from Morelos That they stand tight Behind them And let him carry on With the squad Or certainly let him Keep the players That he wants to keep Chris do you think that Avoiding the extra 30 minutes Do you think that really can Be a big benefit Come Sunday well, it was massive. I was literally in the middle of sending a text to my wife at the time to say we're about to go to extra time. I'm going to go later back home. <laughs> and uh, no later than that, the Morelos pop up and, and, and get us a winner there. But it's, it is huge because when it comes to an old firm, you need every advantage you can get. And us having to play an extra half hour, you know, running the players into the ground a bit more, it, it would have been far from ideal. So, yeah, it's, it's important in that respect well, as well. You know the other side of the coin, Chris. You could have played the extra half hour and gone out. And then you'd have had the double whammy The extra half hour And the crushing disappointment Of not being in the draw the following day So Alfredo Morelos' goal Priceless Stephen Gerrard singling out Nikola Katic Chris he says if he had to He'd be his man of the match Who stood out for you last night? Yeah I, I think Katic as well this season He's been absolutely outstanding um, he, His passion um, he, you know, His, his position has got a lot better But his, his determination as well And um, I think you've spoke about it in the show before The partnership he's formed with Goldson is, It's just spot on It's just working so well So I would agree with, with Steven Gerrard For me, Katic was a standout and All of a sudden, Mark Weedy He's becoming a, you know, one of the first names on the team sheet From last season When yeah. he was the guy who sort of had to miss out for Joe Worrell and, and now all of a sudden He's a very, very prominent part of what Rangers are doing 
Yeah, I mean, for spells last season, I, I don't think he was trusted enough to, to play. And, and the, the you look at the appearance record, and, and that'll tell you why. But now, at two million quid, he's looking an astute piece of business. He is the first choice along with Goldson. That is a settled partnership. At the moment, it's up to Hollander um, to try and uh, force his way in. But um, that's certainly been important having a trusted partnership with a top goalkeeper uh, behind you. It'll give Rangers a lot of confidence. It just remains to be seen who they play at left back. I don't think Barisic will make it and even if he's fit I don't think he's going to play anyway Gordon I think they'll go with um, John Flanagan all day long at left back to try and deal with the threat of um, of James Forrest but uh, yeah it's um, the signs at the moment are looking good for Rangers but don't count out Celtic nobody, they're not the champions for nothing they know what it takes to go and get a result too Yep, we'll put that game in sharper focus a bit later on Let's continue looking back on last night Thank you to Chris in Dumbarton Neil Lennon is excited about what lies ahead in the Europa League After an outstanding performance in Sweden His words, he says, they've been uh, they've been drawn obviously in Group E With Lazio, Rennes and Cluj And after last night's 4-1 win against the IK The Celtic boss is feeling positive That's a great draw You know, got a couple of glamour games there And obviously chance to maybe exact some sort of retribution to Cluj as well so yeah we're delighted to be in there and delighted with the the group so a lot of big games to look forward to which is exactly what we want it was an outstanding performance from more or less start to finish scored four away from home in Europe I haven't done that for a long long time and the quality of the goals were excellent the quality of the performance was excellent and it was a pressure game obviously and the players handled it brilliantly we beat a very good side comprehensively over two legs so yeah, a lot to be positive about And you, you can't really argue with that aggregate score That is a very, very comfortable scoreline to walk away in, in a playoff round when it's yeah. supposed to be your toughest challenge to get into the groups uh, To win 4-1 away And obviously having done a, a large part of the, the work last week as well Immense credit to them Four goals conceded at home And in the next European match Four goals scored away from home Is it any wonder I can't get a prediction right? But all credit to Celtic last night I thought when the penalty went in Might be an awkward minute or two before half-time And Neil Lennon might have had some words to say And then uh, Mikey Johnson goes off on a Maisie And the goalkeeper helps out as well And after that, there was never any doubt I mean Mark, from the positive side of things Take your pick in terms of the, the middle to front Again, mm-hmm. Edouard leading the line uh, Mikey Johnson showing that he's now Probably the first choice in that position yeah. Ryan Christie playing with James Forrest How many big goals is he going to score? There's clearly yeah. a lot for Neil Lennon to be pleased about Yeah, the first goal was exceptional You know, Just beautiful play, lovely link up from, from Edouard And that's one thing about Edouard too. He's probably not had any headline I don't think the guy looks from But in the past couple of years he's been in the shadow Of Dembele at Celtic Last season he was in the shadow of Morelos because Morelos was a was top goal scorer and also the, the, the headlines that he attracted for the nev- negative aspect of his play but Edward is a top striker and uh, I think that Edward um, has been exceptional for Celtic the way he leads the line he knows how to score a goal he scored in big games he'll be vital to Celtic on, on Sunday and that's why they'll be delighted that he's fit but the uh, the choice that, that, that Neil Lennon has to make is defensively Gordon and that's where his headaches will be. Right back, left back, central defensive partnership, waiting to see if Ayer's ready. Fraser Foster, I'm sure, will go mm. back in. But um, he has got big decisions to make. Marco's a Celtic fan on the line. What have you got to say for yourself, Marco? <laughs> Hi, guys. How you doing? Um, there was talk last season when um, Neil Lennon was appointed and Brendan Rodgers had left that it was a downgrade, okay? 
So I'd, I'd like to basically give Lennon's naysayers a, a reality check and give Lenny a shout, a shout out because last season after after Rogers left, he secured um, the treble for us under very difficult and pressurised circumstances, including a cup final win. And now, now that he's put his stamp on the team this season, we're playing better and more attacking football than ever. Uh, better than when Brendan Rodgers was in charge. I mean, four goals away in Europe. When did Brendan Rodgers achieve that? And even if we lose on Sunday, which I don't think we will, it's not anything that uh, Rodgers didn't uh, achieve last season at Ibrox. My second point is if Celtic seriously want to qualify for the Champions League, then we can't go into qualifiers with a team or specifically defence as work in progress it needs to be tried and tested and the main reason I think we went out to Cluj obviously defensive frailties but because yet again we hadn't signed all the players we were supposed to do in the summer and playing players out of position I think we'll show um, in the Europa group stages that we're a better team than Cluj where when all our players are playing in their proper positions and I don't think they're, that they're any better than EIK were and I think that's what we'll see well Transfer windows are torture for Celtic For some reason they, they never seem to get it quite right And at the back It's always square pegs and round holes Nia Beaton is doing well But he's not a central defender Chris Heyer is the most reliable central defender At Celtic Park And he plays fullback And on and on it goes uh, The jury's still out On Ball and Golly And Julian uh, So you're right But to go back to your first point About Neil Lennon I've said all along, some of the things that were said about him when he took over from Brendan Rodgers were disrespectful in the extreme. Uh, and so far he has not put a foot wrong, other than yep. the, the failure to beat Cluj. Celtic should have beaten Cluj, should have gone into a game against Slavia Prague that would have determined whether they into the group stages. Yep. And for me, that is the one and the only blemish on his record so far. Well, I would say, Hugh, that the, I agree with you fully. I think the comments that um, some fans had made last season were, all, were disrespectful, and I would now say completely inaccurate based on facts. Because if you look at the way that Celtic are playing now, the amount of goals are scoring, once they sort themselves out defensively, which I think they will, I think Bolingoli will go in to be a player for Celtic. I think Julian will, de- will develop well. And I think the new boy from Stoke and Lone will just give us an, an added dimension there as well. And I, it's going to be a tough season. I expect Rangers to push us all the way, undoubtedly, and that'll happen at Ibrox as well on the Sunday. But, um, you know, I, I, it's just I think the guys, that the supporters, so-called supporters, um, that have the opinion they do of Neil Lennon, they really do need a reality check, you know. Well Mark Goody It is a big night For four managers On nights like this Because the pressure Comes at them Very early on in the season yeah. Had Neil Lennon Not made and, and let's not forget Celtic do have a pretty good record Of making it to Europe Some yeah. some form of European qualification yep. Over the last well, Umpteen, umpteen so. seasons yep. So If you don't make it by the thirtieth of August, you're you're under real pressure before the you know before the domestic season's really got up and running. So it was a big night for him. Yeah, it was it was a massive night for Neil Lennon and his players. You know, prestige um, for his own personal position, and also financially because yeah, it's not the twenty five million Champions League money, but it's still ten million, ten million pounds three years money for winning the league. It's able to get here, so it's not to be sniffed at. Um, the other point, and I've said it since Rangers, since Celtic crashed out. To close, and I think it's a great point by Marco. I think the club would need to reassess their strategy and the transfer uh, window because now, purely for the reasons that Marco says, that we can all see you can't fly by the seat of your pants no. in July and August. Celtic can't do that. That's what 25 million quid at stake. So, therefore, for me, I think January becomes the most important transfer window for Celtic. So, 
And I know Neil Lennon wasn't the manager um, in January, but signing players in January in five, six months loan deals isn't good enough. It's got to be 18 month loan deals or permanent moves. So January needs to be better for Celtic. Right, let's bring in Callum and Solcoats and see what he made of the performance last night, Callum. Hi, guys. How are you doing? Good, thanks. <clears throat> I, uh, last night was obviously a great win, especially getting four goals away from home. Um, superb. But obviously, the, kind of, the frustrating thing for me is. I think that's probably Celtic's level now in the Europa League. I think obviously we've spent £12, £13 million defence. I think we've probably left it a bit too late, as we often do. Um, we're bringing this guy uh, right, right back and there's talking playing on Sunday. Um, it's too little too late. These deals should be done months ago um, and get a settled defence. We're now going into the game on Sunday at Ibrox, potentially playing a centre-half at right back. And a midfielder at centre back It's just it's ridiculous Now Callum If Hugh Keevens had opened the show like that On the night after Celtic Cruised into the Europa League group stages He would have got accused of being negative And not giving Celtic due credit For their win last night So Is that perhaps something you could be accused of? Well, I, I take a point obviously But I mean it's easy to for, It's easy to forget the big picture When you've got one good win um, Yeah we, it was a good win for us last night Obviously now we're in the year for the group stages, but you need to look at the bigger picture and you need to look forward to obviously the big one at Ibrox on Sunday. Um, defensively, Celtic are kind of a bit all over the place in my opinion. Um, right. You've got players out of position, and it's it's a bit of a shambles. And I think the pressure of going to Ibrox and um, obviously up against Morelos and even Tavernier that comes forward. Uh, when you've, you've got players out of position, um, it's, it's no it's not very good. There are all sorts of questions to be answered. On Sunday uh, Is Bolangoli ever going to go over the stage fright? Does he understand The rudiments of defence? We know about him going forward But he seems to be clueless in defence uh, Julien is going to play in an atmosphere He has never known before it Doesn't matter how much he costs He is going to have to survive in that atmosphere Otherwise questions will be asked uh, Moritz Bauer Will he be risked? But it is square pegs and round holes Far too often for Celtic On the plus side They have made it to the group stages Either of the Champions League or Europa League Every year for the last 10 years So you have to praise them for consistency In that regard But transfer windows never seem to work out for Celtic And I don't believe they will Until they get the recruitment strategy Worked out properly We hear that Neil Lennon is talking to Tommy Johnson about possibly going to Celtic and helping out in that way. But even including Lee Congerton, when he worked for Brendan Rodgers, it never worked properly. These might be questions, Mark Weedy, and we'll find out the answers soon. But at the same time, if you take a step back, I'm sure if you offered Neil Lennon a couple of weeks ago and said, you'll go into the game at Ibrox with a 6-1 aggregate win in Europe to qualify for the group stages, he would have taken your hand off. Yeah, all day long. You're absolutely right, Gordon. He would have because he was in a real downer. After that, the club, you know, the supporters, everybody was a real sore one for them. But, um, yeah, they'd have taken that. They can go into the game on Sunday with plenty of confidence and also as well, banking that money last night gives a much greater leeway in the, the transfer market between now and Monday. Job done last night then. Now the likes of Lazio, Porto, Ren, Feyenoord all set to come to Glasgow. What did you make of the Europa League draw? Easy? Difficult? Somewhere in the middle? Is it doable? Can your team get out of the group? We'll take a closer look at the draw after the travel with Amber. 
Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors. Getting you full compensation is their goal. Talk to Thompson's.com. Clyde One. Hugh Evans and Mark Guidi here with me, Gordon Duncan, on tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, looking back on a successful night for Celtic and Rangers in Europe. And of course looking ahead to not only the next round The Europa League group stages uh, But that big game on Sunday as well If you want to join us we're on the phones And we're on Twitter at Clyde SSB Colin Williams is on He says I was at the game last night The atmosphere was right up there with the old firm Katic and Ryan Jack are the rocks of the team And thanks to them and Morelos we have glamour ties So happy where Steven Gerrard has taken them uh, Spare a thought for Glasgow Tim Alloy though Hugh he says uh, Can only make a few swear words here I'm having to to, to leave out uh, Can only make one of the games Because he's on holiday for one And a Rod Stewart concert for the other Well Something's got to give You've got to stay Priorities you got to, you got to Cancel the holiday diary. Yeah I mean Rod, Rod will be back Rod, Rod will beam the, the game <laughs> At least concert <laughs> the big screen one. 01419511025 If you'd like to join us On the phones Let's take a bit of a closer look At the groups then For the, the next round The group stages Rangers have been paired with Hugh Evans. Would you like to update yes. us? Young boys, formerly young boys of Bern from Switzerland. Uh, Feyenoord, who finished third in the Eredivisie last season. And Porto, in that magnificent stadium in Portugal. Uh, so it's a really good draw for Rangers. Demanding draw. Uh, and they'll start with a home tie against Feyenoord uh, at Ibrox. And that will be a good indication of how the group will go. Yeah. And as for Celtic It's Lazio Ren And old Cluj. Friends Cluj Who we know A fair bit about Mark Guidi Again it's As you, you you expect When you get into the Europa League group stages There is that Mixed bag Couple of difficult ties yeah. But still that chance That you can Hopefully progress Ah you know With the top two Going through Gordon you know They're right in amongst it I don't think there's Certainly be respectful But you know I don't think anything um, To fear um, I think they'll go And embrace All the games And I have to say I know it's the Europa League But I think they're really, really attractive yeah. I think those games are really exciting Great for the city, great for Scottish football And uh, I think Stephen Gerrard and Neil Lennon Will be absolutely delighted with the draws Graham's a Rangers fan What did you take away from last night, Graham? I just, I'm just delighted with the performance But I'm really pleased with Morelos He wasn't having a great night And he never got involved with all his antics Throwing his arms about going that off and, getting, and he just plodded away I thought he was outstanding, him and Ryan Jack I thought superb together. That's been a feature of uh, Morelos since the season started. Uh, he's all goals and no indiscipline. Uh, he's scored nine times, I think, so far in all competitions. And uh, obviously, he will start against Celtic on Sunday. Uh, and Stephen Gerrard now has to sweat it out until Monday in case you know Stephen Gerrard can say what he likes about the transfer window. But if some mad offer comes in. Uh, then somebody at Ibrooks might be tempted to take it. But uh, at the moment, you're right, he's bang on form and he has learned to keep the head. Other tests will lie ahead, Mark. Uh, Sunday will be one yeah. of them, but it didn't go unnoticed last night. Then it was all kicking off at full time, some handbags and various players getting involved. Alfredo Morelos was miles away, standing back and uh, just keeping himself out of trouble. Yeah, and, and you know what the thing is? See, because he's not been in trouble this season, you know, end and half compared to last season. That doesn't mean to say that players have tried to wind him up. They will have been trying to wind him up in every game. So what it shows you is that he actually has now settled down. He's focused on his football and he's finally taking the words on board of his management and also his teammates in the dressing room because they're very, very firm with him. They'd actually lost patience with him, um, but he's managed to win them back round. But the other point that Graham makes in one of the, 
the, the tweeters uh, earlier on as well God, which I think is something that has to be uh, highlighted is the form of Ryan Jack he is outstanding he for me I know he's 27 now um, but you look at the start that he had at Rangers difficult red cards as well had to really get himself into line but he's a kind of guy that eventually you know can be the Rangers bedrock of the team for the next six, seven years absolutely you know he can be like Steve Davis you want to look across the city he can be the Scott Brown of Rangers he has got it all in his locker I've watched him a few times now I was never quite sure about him at first but he's really grown on me he was exceptional against St Mirren on Sunday too and absolutely exceptional last night he is a top top player and vital to having it Rangers everyone do. likes to look at the areas Mark where the game can be won and lost and Jack Stephen Davis and Aribo yeah. uh, in the middle of the park that's an area that Celtic will have to combat if they are to get anything out of Sunday's game yeah we'll focus closer on that game on Sunday after 7 o'clock uh, Graham, what do you make of the draw today then when it, when it came out were you are you optimistic are you fearful are you a bit of both just go you go and enjoy it you? I think that's the kind of draws that's a Champions League draws they were in the Champions League a couple of seasons ago to the Northern Portal I'm looking forward to it I'm not do a great deal in it but it'll be good to see yeah let's look at the Rangers group So Porto finished second Two points behind Benfica last season I mean they've won the, well, the UEFA Cup as it was Now the Europa League mm-hmm. And the Champions League this century So that, that yeah. sort of tells you about their pedigree They spent the last eight seasons in the Champions League mm-hmm. So I don't think there's any doubt They go in there oh. as as the favourites As as yeah. the pot one team like they, like they were uh, Young boys absolutely cruised the Swiss League last season 20 points ahead of Basel um, Feyenoord They're having a bit of a difficult time Early doors I've not won any I don't think Of their three opening games This season uh-huh. uh, They were third last season Fourth the season before And they did to be fair Win it The, the season before that So there's a real um, Again Tough But you can understand Why some Rangers fans Aye. Like Graham would Would think Yeah Still doable Second yeah. place Or yeah. maybe Who knows Even better Yeah I mean Porto Stadiums I've, I've been to Gordon And visited And watched the The, the old firm play Porto will be brilliant The Dragari Stadium Top draw um, pff, Massive Big atmosphere Feyenoord I remember being in The De Kaup Stadium In Rotterdam The year that Feyenoord Went on to win it And I can recall It was Alan McLeish's team Season 2002 2003 and um, Pierre Van Hoydock playing for final at the time, and a young Robin Van Persie uh, fighting over who was taking the dead balls uh, for final, and they won the tie with a couple of uh, cracking um, dead balls. But the Coup has got, if the Rangers fans haven't been there, what an atmosphere it's got. It's absolutely first class. And young boys, you know, you said they romped to the Swiss League, but Rangers will fancy themselves all day long. So I think it's looking at, at both sections, but if we're focusing on Rangers just now, I think for Rangers to get into the top two, I think they can take it all the way and it'll go to the, the, the last night. Uh, Hugh Keevans ever been to Porto? Ever been to the Dragao? Yeah. I was thrown out of it. Yeah. yeah. Care to tell us why? It's not uh, like you. The, the Mark was on the same trip, pre-season, Celtic. <laughs> uh, they had been in Faro and then we went from Faro to Porto. And the press relations at Porto, I found to be particularly disappointing. So a colleague and I... At time up decided that we were going to get a Celtic player For our newspaper reports Come hell or high water And we managed to find ourselves In the bowels of the stadium Dressing room area Where the bus was parked So that they can come and go from the stadium without being seen And we managed to get on the steps of the Celtic bus And we got a Celtic player to talk to us But then the portal official saw us Took us away And threw us out of the stadium 
Can't take him anywhere Cause he's trouble Wherever he goes Ah the good wee trip Good wee trip I think we'll, send, I think we'll send you back over And see if they remember you He'll probably <laughs> get a, want, a wanted poster Do not let this but, man you, But One thing is the Rangers fans What a stadium Oh yeah Magnificent What a stadium In a lovely gone. place And Graham on the line Hits the nail on the head Enjoy it yeah. What's not to enjoy about this You've mentioned Stephen Gerrard and his excellent run since uh, becoming Rangers manager in European competition. Now, Rangers need have no fear. I don't see any massive beatings in there for Rangers. All I see is enjoyment. Mm-hmm. Well, Stephen Gerrard says they are the underdogs, but not there to make up the numbers. He, he acknowledges it as a tough group on paper, but says they're out to shock people. Yeah, I think it's a fantastic draw for us some really tasty games in there some nice countries to go and visit but again you know we're not in that group to make up the numbers we want to go and give a good account of ourselves we want to do our fans proud and we want to try and surprise a few we we know we go in as the underdogs but you know we'll go in and give it our best shot and we'll do everything we can to try and get out of the group I think on paper it certainly looks difficult but football doesn't always go to script and it doesn't always go to what, what how it looks on paper uh, football's there to Surprise people and um, shock people, and that's what we'll try and do. Um, we'll go in prepared for every game, and um, we'll do everything we can to do our best to get out the group. But uh, for sure, we're not we're not just uh, on a journey to enjoy this. We we want to try and do the club proud. So that's Rangers group. Celtic will face Lazio, Ren, and Cluj. Ken in Canvas Line, can Celtic get through that group? Oh, I think we can win that group. To be honest with you, I mean Cluj. We did all right over there and combination of complacency, playing players in the wrong position, that cost us at Parkhead. Uh, they'll get goals all over the park, Celtic, and they'll get the confidence. So I don't see why we, we can't win that group. Um, Wren, I believe we played them in a friendly in the summer. Although it was just a friendly, it was nil-nil. So I don't, I don't, I don't really fear them. Lazio, probably the trickiest one. Uh, or both legs uh, I don't know what you think about that Let's examine them closer here yeah. So Lazio are, are the pot one team They're supposed to be the one you fear the most they, they were the lowest ranked of the pot one team So that maybe gives Celtic a bit of encouragement They finished 8th in Serie A last season mm. uh, But won the cup So that, that would be what gives you belief On the other hand Some of the players they've got If you look at uh, Sergei Milinkovic-Savic He's valued at around £90 million pounds. Mm. Um, Man United tried to get him Hugh. Yeah. So they're clearly not going to be a pushover Um Ken Wright, Ren did play Celtic in a pre-season friendly I was there it was, they, Yeah, they, it was rubbish They got to the last yeah. 16 last season They've just beaten PSG, PSG a couple of weeks yeah. ago um, With the help of a, a 16 year old wonder kid in midfield Who they're absolutely raving about, Kamavinga um, So lots of interesting aspects to that group <laughs> And need we say any more about Cluj, the, the retribution derby Yeah, I mean Celtic should have won that It, it will go down as a, a black mark Because it was there for Celtic to take it when they drew 1-1 uh, against Cluj away from home Then started off at home with that advantage Because a no-score draw and Celtic were through uh, they, they kept fighting back that night And at 3-2 they assumed it was all over And they paid the price for complacency as Ken called it um, Ken is entitled to dream about Celtic winning the group But as I said to Graham, the Rangers fan Enjoy it I don't think that you can look at Wren and at Lazio and make assumptions. Yeah, I'd agree. It's, it's, I think it's a good draw for Celtic. I, I wouldn't, you know, I think Ken may be getting a wee bit carried away, but um, it, it's certainly nothing to fear. 
there for Celtic but Ren have beaten PSG Lazio and Zaggies the, the managers you said Gordon top players Cluj no I mean you, you've got to beat Cluj um, all day long Celtic can go there home and away uh, and win um, those ones but um, yeah I think Celtic will be optimistic that they can finish in the top two and rightly so Ken Hello You want to come back in? Can I ask a question? Of course you can yeah. I heard something earlier I'm not sure if it's true or not Apparently uh, Celtic and Rangers If they do well In uh, Europe this season That next season There'll be a, a second Champions League spot up For uh, a Scottish team well, the, the coefficient table is is ever changing, Hugh. It's, it's yeah. ever evolving. We've been we've been creeping up. We've been getting closer. We're still a we're still a bit off that, but yeah. we need more nights like last night. That's the bottom line. We need more nights where they both win. Yeah, and the coefficient could be uh, enhanced or damaged by what happens against Feyenoord, Porto, Rennes, Lazio. So it's in the hands of the players at both clubs uh, at this moment. Celtic start off with Wren away from home in the first group match. And that, for me, like Rangers playing Feyenoord first, will tell you a lot about the rest of the group's progress. Thank you very much, Ken in Canvas Lang. It's 0141-951-1025 to join them. Rangers have been given another punishment from UEFA uh, after the singing away in the Ligia Warsaw game, the first leg. And Celtic are investigating after police clashed with fans in their away section last night. So we'll take a look at those situations after the travel with Amber. Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's personal injury solicitors. They play to win every time. Talk to Thompson's.com. Mark Greedy and Hugh Keevens are here. We're on the phones and on Twitter at Clyde SSB. Barclays on. He says, Rangers fan here, I'm delighted with our group. Porto should finish first, but second place is up for grabs. Porto, Feyenoord and Young Boys are fair game uh, at Ibrooks. Uh, we've got another one in here Where is it? Uh, Cloggy says He lives in the Netherlands Follows Groningen Who sold Van Dijk to Celtic uh, He says This Feyenoord squad's far better than Rangers I can see Feyenoord handing out a doing <laughs> May well be right uh, Another one here Slight worried for Celtic Lazio and Wren in the group The best case scenario Is both old firm teams go through to the group stages Worst case for me Is Rangers get through and Celtic don't We can't do without We can do without more Euro games than Celtic As the league is far too important this year so that's, I guess, from a Rangers fan's perspective. Yeah, see, everything, everything is seen in the context of this league title. So, again, I can only say to the supporters of Celtic and Rangers, try and enjoy it, for heaven's sake. You know, how often is he going to get a chance to play a Lazio, have a wonderful trip to Rome, Rennes, a beautiful part of the country, the Breton region, young boys of Bern, Switzerland, lovely country, Porto, this beautiful stadium, up until they threw me out... <laughs> 01419511025 in the phones uh, Some great football last night Delighted with the results The coefficient's looking good uh, A bit more of the unsavoury stuff Hugh Let's look mm. at that together uh, Rangers have now been ordered to close 3,000 seats Again, now for the Feyenoord game at home This is after the sectarian singing away at Ligia Warsaw So we knew there was a charge We've now yeah. found out the punishment And as we know, uh, Rangers have taken the decision themselves To not take tickets for the first away game Which will be Young Boys as for Celtic, they are now investigating as well after a clash between fans and security guards inside the stadium in the away section against AIK. I'm sure you've seen the videos online, yeah. uh, battens getting flung about and all the rest of it. An investigation has been launched in that regard as well. Rangers in general, and Steven Gerrard in particular, have handled themselves extremely well where this matter is concerned. 
Stephen Gerrard has come out Has basically said how appalled he is That this sort of thing goes on In the 21st century And has warned the Rangers fans That one day it could lead To the complete closure of Ibrox For a European match He is a major global figure In the game of football A respected man The epitome of decency And I think that The majority of Rangers supporters now say We've had it with this stuff And if the younger Less well behaved element Are taking time to catch up And they are Then Rangers will need to keep chipping away But they are doing an excellent job Of saying The bad old days are in the past We have got to move on in the 21st century And Celtic have to Acknowledge the existence Of a troublesome element Within their support as well the younger, again, indisciplined element. Is the this just an, guys don't want it? Have you got anything to prove that it's all young fans? Is this just is this just the old man and you coming out? Do you know nah, who's I, responsible I, all the time for I, this stuff? Because it seems like a bit of a wild accusation, a generalisation to me. No, I, I think it, people who go to to matches. So it's all young people's fault. In the main. Hmm, interesting. Not sure I agree with that. Uh, unless you can back it up, of course. Well, I, I speak to people who go. Particularly to their away matches Are they of a similar vintage to yourself? Uh, Might no, they want no, to pass no, no, it all no, off And trouble no, some youngsters no, as well? No. Well, you know First of all you have to acknowledge The existence of a problem And Rangers have done so And Celtic While doing the right thing By investigating what took place last night And I have no idea who did what to whom Because I wasn't there But By all means investigate But do not Claim that you have no problem whatsoever Because there is one Yeah the Celtic one Is a sort of Wait and see at the moment Mark Because they're going to investigate And you have to sort of wait And, and find out yeah. We've seen social media footage Does that footage capture All of the scenario You never yeah. really know yeah. um, Some quotes attributed to Celtic tomorrow The club believing that local fans Were in amongst the Celtic fans uh, That type of response Is always met here With a bit of scepticism Isn't it what, Rightly or wrongly that That's just the way we We operate in this part of the world yeah, well, you, you've just basically it'll be up to UEFA, and you've got to trust that they get the right intelligence from both sides and from the police, etc., etc. And you know, if there's been any wrongdoing by any set of supporters, you know, whether it be AIK or Celtic fans, then they will get found out, and the club, not the supporters, the club uh, will be punished. So hopefully, the, the the Celtic fans were were innocent last night, and there's nothing to fear. And security works very differently in certain parts of the world, Hugh, mm. because it looks like police because they've got batons, but I think by all accounts. These were actually just security guards in, mm. in the stadium who have that that yeah. um, that weapon, if, if you like, or th- those means to try and control fans. So I don't think it was police. I think it was more um, a sort of security force, if you like. Well, as I say, the clubs, I feel sorry for because they are trying to build modern twenty-first century football clubs, and they have an element who simply don't understand what that means. Uh, but that element had better understand that when they go to Holland and Portugal, in Rangers' case, and when they go to Rome and to Rennes, in Celtic's case, the police there don't hang about. So try and go and be respectful where your club's name is concerned. 0141 on the line. Martin is a Rangers fan from Bonnes. Hi, Martin. Hi, guys. Good evening. Hi, Martin. What's yeah, your point tonight? I've got a couple of points, if you don't mind. Go for um, it. One was just reiterating what Hewitt says about the sectarian thing. I know 
I'm, I'm, I'm 33. Um, my, my son's five, um, and I'm kind of in the mindset of maybe thinking of taking him to his first game. Um, but it's this kind of sectarian thing that kind of puts me off taking him because way most people know, kids that age are a bit more, they've got a good memory and they repeat things and I don't want to come away from a Rangers game and my son repeating something in school, something he's heard that stand because he thought oh they're shouting it so I must be able to shout it I, I don't want that from my son and I don't want to put him in that position or myself in that position when he goes to school, I know it sounds dramatic but that's just my thinking behind it, I just wish Rangers, and don't get me wrong, I know the vast majority of Rangers fans do behave themselves um, but I just wish this small minority would just behave themselves or stay at home and watch it on the TV. Show what you wanted to tell when no one else is listening, but no one in the stadium or in the public or anything like that. Um, that's my point on that. Yeah, well, let's do that first, Mark. Actually, last night was was really the first test because I know the two charges have come about, but the, the punishments were handed out, you know, retrospectively. So last night was the first home European game since last week's charge. It was the first night where the Rangers fans had to show that they had learned their lesson. They seem to pass the first test And yeah. and now we wait and see what happens in the future Yeah, there's, there's been a wake-up call and I know that Rangers, like Stuart Robertson Had a number of um, senior Rangers supporters uh, In for a meeting along with um, some of the, the supporters Trust you know, to just, you know, just hammer home the point And the, the positive thing for me Having spoken to a number of, you know Senior Rangers supporters uh, In influential positions At the club this week The past few days Is that they have all had enough Absolutely had enough And many of them actually welcome it There used to be a mindset Seven, eight, nine, ten years Oh yeah, they're out to get us And it's not our fault And who cares if we sit Now that, that mindset's gone And they are And I used the word earlier in the week They're scunnered With the element that, that are tarnishing the club And losing 3,000 seats last night Losing 3,000 seats the next home game And forcing Rangers into a move Off their own, own, own back Not taking uh, away tickets for the game um, against young boys So I think that I can see Gordon Even just in the past few days Progress In the mindset And the progress was there For everyone to hear Last night too So it's definitely been uh, A step in the right direction For we, sure We focus on Europe And the punishments That have been uh, Used by UEFA To try and bring everyone To their senses We will truly know In this country That we have left The dark ages and joined the 21st century When Rangers can play Celtic And Celtic can play Rangers And we don't hear a single sectarian song Then we will know That we've joined the modern world Martin, you want to come back in? We've got time to squeeze in your second point before the news I'll, I'll make it quick um, As a Rangers fan, I'm quite happy with the draw um, In the Europa League um, And I'm quite happy to be classed as an underdog Simply because Rangers play some of their best football when the game's quite open and I believe these teams will come and be open against us and I think quite a few people this season I think there's going to be some high scoring games end-to-end football and it's going to be very enjoyable like you said just enjoy it you know enjoy the extra revenue it's going to bring in enjoy the match enjoy the experience if we go through brilliant if not we'll focus on the league Yeah that's a fair point Mark that Martin makes that the relative success that Stephen Gerrard's Rangers have had in Europe that it can't be an accident it's been over too many games so is there something about this Rangers team whether it's the personnel or whether it's the way they're set up that actually is just quite suited to to that level of European competition Yeah I mean mean, it takes all different qualities to to get through what is that you know 16 qualifiers 8 qualifiers 2 legs and and then the group games um, last season too you need to, to have a bit of luck um, as well, but when you consider what Stephen Gerrard inherited 
um, 13, 14 months ago from what he achieved um, in Europe and as much as I singled out Ryan Jack here on the programme last season you can't ignore the contribution of Alan McGregor had it not been for Alan McGregor Rangers wouldn't have made it into the group stages and wouldn't have been in the league race come the turn of the year so McGregor was outstanding the first half of the season and covered up a multitude of sins in front of him because he was producing three or four top saves every game but Rangers have clearly got something under Steven Gerrard as I said before I still think Celtic are the favourites to win the league but if Celtic slip up in any shape or form this season Rangers will take advantage Beat the Pundit with the Scottish Sun For the best football news and opinion online thescottishsun.co.uk slash football in the second hour of tonight's show Let's take a real look ahead Towards Sunday's game Let's get all your team lineup suggestions Your score predictions Everything else uh, That goes along with Friday night Looking ahead to a big game Get them in on the phones But before that The serious business Speak the pundit Your chance to take on Mark Weedy or Hugh Keevans Get one over on them Get the bragging rights in the bank Before the weekend And win a signed ball as well If you fancy it It's 01419511025 Be quick You only have until the news at 7 Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors Compensation you deserve When there's been foul play Talk to Thompson's.com Hugh Evans and Mark Guidi Here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard It was a busy old first hour Looking back on two brilliant wins For Celtic and Rangers in Europe last night Previewing the Europa League group stages draw And now if we can We'll turn our attentions to Sunday High noon Ibrooks the venue Rangers against Celtic and so much to consider So let's hear from you 01419511025 We'll do this first Beat the Pundit With the Scottish Sun For the best football news And opinion online Thescottishsun.co.uk Slash football Beat the Pundit time It's going to be either Mark Weedy or Hugh Keevans But it's definitely going to be Andrew from Cumbernauld How are you tonight Andrew? I'm fine guys I'm fine yourselves Good thank you Andrew A Rangers fan Still flying high after last night? Still flying high after last night. When the goal went in last night, it was just absolutely amazing. Um, we worked hard the whole, whole game that we got there. So, Well, let's see if you can get there in the end on Beat the Pundit. It doesn't matter if it's a, a late winner or a convincing victory from the off. You'll take them all, Hugh Keevens. It's either you or Mark Guidi up against Andrew. Heads, it's Hugh. Tails, it's Mark. And it's heads It's Hugh Keevens against Andrew from Cumbernauld. Let oh, me give no. Hugh some Clyde 2 to listen to. He's giving us the thumbs up Right, it's just you and I, Andrew He can't hear us 30 seconds head to head You can pass Here is your chance to beat the pundit You ready? Yes Right, let's go Who scored Rangers winner against Ligia last night? Alfredo Morelos Who did St Johnston beat in the 2014 Scottish Cup final? Celtic What nationality is Livingston's Keegan Jacobs? Uh, Irish Who is the current current manager of Hamilton Ackies? I don't know, pass Name any team in Celtic's Europa League group Um, uh, Who equalised for England after Lee Griffiths' two free kicks at Hamden? Pass Come on, you've just guess a name, it's the last one Who equalised for England after Lee Griffiths' two free kicks? Honestly, couldn't tell you. That's fine. All right, I was giving you a second chance. I was being nice, but you've thrown it back in my face. That's fine. Now I'm only going to only joking, Andrew. Let's give uh, Hugh Keevans the chance to come back. Are you ready? I am. You are right. Same set of questions to you. Shall we? Go. Who scored Rangers winner against Ligia Warsaw last night? Morelos. Who did St Johnston beat in the 2014 Scottish Cup final? Uh, Inverness. What nationality is Livingston's Keegan Jacobs? Australian. Who is the manager of Hamilton Ackies? Brian Rice. 
Name any team in Celtic's Europa League group Clue Who equalised for England after Lee Griffiths' two free kicks at Hamden? Fardy Which Scottish team plays at Borough Briggs? Uh, pass mm. Elgin Is it? What do you think Andrew? Uh, I think he's beaten it Do you think so? Oh, I think I it was think time so. Let's find out Who scored Rangers winner It was of course Alfredo Morelos One each After the first question Question two Who did St Johnston beat In the 2014 Scottish Cup final It was Dundee United It was Dundee United None of you got it So it's still One all On to question three What nationality Is Livingston's Keegan Jacobs He's South African <laughs> None of you got that either Who's the manager of Hamilton It's Brian Rice Andrew I'm afraid Hugh Keevans Takes a 2-1 lead After four questions uh, you stayed in it though Because you knew that Cluj were in Celtic's group You also had the choice of Lazio or Rennes So it's 3-2 to Hugh Keevans Who equalised for England After Lee Griffiths' two free kicks at Hamden I like to think you've both just tried to forget about it Because it was so horrific But it was Harry Kane It was Harry Kane uh, Why does Stuart Armstrong not just kick the ball out of the park That's <laughs> still wake up in a cold sweat thinking about that And uh, Scottish team at Borough Briggs It is Elgin But you passed doesn't really matter He didn't need it It was three for you And two for Andrew In Cumbernauld Andrew close But not close hey, enough Hard cool. lines That's it Cheers thanks guys Good Andrew. That was Andrew in Cumbernauld uh, Hugh Keevans Ends the week With a victory for the pundits But you'll have the chance To get the sign ball On Monday See, it was all At the same time uh, All that sitting In the beanbag Earlier on today That's given me oh, the energy Mark Guidi You missed this So um, Being a, a, a modern workforce As we are here At uh, Clyde One headquarters um, we've got a, a new uh, creative workspace oh, um, right, A right. meeting area yeah. if you like mm-hmm. You know like trying to emulate the, the tech companies in America I think yeah. we're, I think the next stage is to roll in like table tennis tables And it's got bean bags and bright colours Well you should have seen the old fella trying to get in and out of a pink <laughs> bean bag The <laughs> <laughs> mind boggles So listen I let them all leave the room I'm still <laughs> sitting in the bean bag I pretended that I was phoning Lady Keevans <laughs> And then once we're all out of the room Have you ever seen a man do a three point turn on a carpet? <laughs> Weighed down by your Nokia to be fair yeah. I mean if you didn't have that in your pocket You'd have been two stone lighter And you might have bounced straight back Weighed up Weighed down by his wallet more like, oh, I don't know about that <laughs> I think he leaves that in the house on purpose But that's it So that was the inspiration for your quiz victory I was up in 14, 15, 16 minutes <laughs> Something like that Right okay <laughs> Let's turn our attentions to Sunday's game. Of course, it all feeds into the same big picture. So, if, you know, we can still talk Europe, we can still talk the qualifiers or, or the draw that's still to come. Let's try, if we can, and be specific about Sunday, Hugh. It's a strange build up because the build up that you're used to in yeah. your 554 old firm games yeah. is that this stuff takes over the mind for, for the two, three, four weeks leading up. But there's almost not been the chance. Here we are Friday night, and it's the first time we can truly preview the game because there's been so much other stuff going yeah. on. But come 12 o'clock Sunday uh, It will be as if nothing has ever happened anywhere else It will be as if AIK uh, and Rangers win at Ibrooks um, never happened It will be just about this game And for the first time in a long time Rangers will feel they are favourites And that will be because they have started the season like Celtic Flawless, three league games, three wins They're playing excellent football They have strength and depth And last season they took Celtic twice Two victories over Celtic Now for those who have spent the last eight years Watching Rangers toil in the lower divisions And then be routinely embarrassed and humiliated by Celtic This is a big time for them They truly feel that 
the wind of change has come David is a Rangers fan on the line So we'll get to him in just a second Let's hear from Stephen Gerrard first He says the Rangers players and fans No longer fear Celtic like they used to When he first came to the club He does expect a close game at Ibrox But he says they have confidence and belief After winning the games at home last season you want to finish this block of fixtures off in a, in a positive way, so we need to try and find that performance. We know we've got it in us. I think when I first came in, we there was a fear of Celtic. I think the, the supporters, I also predict some of the players feared these fixtures. I think over the course of the 12 months, we, we've proved that that's not long with the case. And um, on our day, we're, we're a good match uh, for Celtic, so I predict another real close encounter. And... Um, it's a game we're really looking forward to. This club's had a tough time. It's been down the leagues, it's been back up. Um, Celtic have continued to have Champions League money and continued to strengthen and, and bolster the squad. And it's been a game of catch-up. The gap was huge and it was always going to take time to, to, to close that gap. But I think the, the fixture last year, the Christmas one, uh, when we beat them 1-0, I think that lifted uh, a lot of fear and gave us a lot of confidence and belief that if we find the right level of performance, we're a match for anyone. Yeah, certainly at Ibrox. And that's what gives us confidence going into this fixture. David and Wisher, what do you think? How are you, how are you shaping up for Sunday? Regarding monetary, we're talking about money and how long well, you've, you've sort of built yourself up to compete now. Uh, not necessarily how you can finance spending on players, but uh, I think now he's... Had, uh, the mindset to get players to compete. And that's why I think it's variable across the park now. And that's how I think Rangers will win on Sunday. Mark Weedy, what do you think? Hugh Keevan says Rangers are favourites. We're not talking bookmakers because that's not an opinion. That, that's a, a fact if you're if you're looking at the bookmakers. But Hugh has Rangers as, as favourites to win. Would you agree or disagree? Uh, I would probably just edge with Rangers and purely down to the home advantage. I think it's massive now. And you look at the four games last season. Celtic won two, both at Parkhead. Rangers won two, um, both uh, at Ibrox. Three out of the four games were very, very comfortable victories, albeit maybe not in the actual scoreline. But in terms of possession, chances, the only one that was tighter was at the, the last Old Firm game um, at Celtic Park when Celtic got the, the late winner was at Forest Court, I think, maybe. Um, so, yeah, I would make Rangers favourites. But I tell you what, I make them favourites by 51 to 49. That's how tight um, I think it is. A lot's going to be down to... Who is available In terms of team selection For both managers Particularly Celtic If, if they lose Ayer That's a huge blow um, For them And uh, We'll see where it is But certainly yeah, Rangers can go and win the game They can win the league this season um, For sure They are serious This season But like I said At the top of the show Celtic are not The champions for nothing And I think um, Even listening to Neil Lennon's comments today Gordon and some of the Celtic players too I think there's a wee bit of needle In terms of We've been written off And have not been given the respect That we Deserve because why should Rangers be favourites going into the game? I think that's the mindset in the Celtic dressing room, and, and that could be a good spur for them too. How significant do you think, Hugh, those victories for Rangers at Ibrox were last season to, to, to yeah. just stop the rot? Because there was a time when, if you had sat here and predicted on a Friday night, I think Rangers will win, I would have been quite entitled to turn around and say, based on what. What yeah. are you basing that on Where it now At the very least Whether you're right or wrong You can now say Well I'm basing it On the fact that they did it Twice at Ibrox last season Yeah exactly um, Stephen Gerrard Hit the nail on the head When he said That players And indeed supporters Were afraid of Celtic Celtic went to Ibrox At one stage And won 5-1 It was the biggest victory At Ibrox For 120 years There was a climate of fear 
Because Rangers were down there And Celtic were up there And under Brendan Rodgers uh, Rangers were almost beaten before they'd started That climate of fear has gone And Rangers in the second season of Steven Gerrard Know that they are a match for Celtic Now, whoever wins game four Of a 38 game championship Will not be installed as the favourites Because that would be illogical With 34 games still to play But in our world It will give that team A tremendous psychological lift If it's Celtic who win at Ibrox They'll say well there you are What was all the talk about What was all the, mm. the, the, the threatening about Yeah, And if Rangers win They will say there you are There is your confirmation That Rangers are genuine title contenders David I mean I'm just basing that on players Out and in the uh, period there About five and a half, six years Now we're a base A Rangers team now Over the last what, 15, 18 months So much better So much uh, variable In all positions now So I think we'll have to go this year Yeah Mark Greedy What would be the main team selection Considerations for Rangers That Borna Barisic is going through Concussion protocol So we wait yeah. to see if he makes it He is a doubt um, Waiting to see how Shea Ojo recovers He didn't train much before the Liga Warsaw game uh-huh. Other than that Is it all? Is it definite Morelos for you? No, no doubt about it Perhaps yeah. the midfield three Are they nailed yeah. on? Or Yeah I think the goalie You know, I, I don't think Barisic was in, was in contention To be perfectly honest You know, I think Flanagan's always going to play Sunday might be wrong, but I think Flanagan and Tavernier, your fullbacks, Goldson and Katic, your centre defence, Davis and Jack for sure in there, Arebo in beside them, and probably a fit Ojo will go, Arfield will be in, and you'll have Morelos up top. So that's where they do it. And, and they tend to keep quite narrow as well, Rangers. You know, I think last season they, they played a lot more more width, you know, with Candias and, and Kentner, but they, they play a lot, uh, they're narrower um, this season for Celtic. Um, you know what do they do in the, in the middle of the park? They'll certainly want Ayer to to be fit. I think he'll go with Ball and Golly. I think if he had any doubts with Ball, well, I think there are doubts with Ball and Golly. But I think he would have tried something different last night, Neil. Then, um, so I think Ball and Golly will go in there. It's just whether and Sham comes into the team or not. And if Sham comes in, I would imagine it would be Mikey Johnson that would drop out in some shape or form. But we'll wait and see. Who do you think should play and not play on Sunday? 0141-951-1025 Injury updates for Celtic Christopher Iyer goes off last night with a groin problem Looked as if he, he wouldn't make it But he's had acupuncture and some other treatments So they're seeing how he responds Simunovic has been rested Still has a bit of a knee issue but might be fine uh, Moritz Bauer's done light training So a good chance he will be part of the squad What a baptism of fire that would be yeah. Doesn't look like El Hamed will make it A hairline fracture of a bone in his side So some... Thinking to be done for Neil Lennon Depending how those injuries pan out If you lined up every defender Whether they're square pegs and round holes Like near Beaton Or genuine defenders If you lined up every Celtic defender And said Who's the most trustworthy Of all of these players You would say Chris Iyer And that's why Iyer going off In Stockholm was Such a tremendous blow And if he wasn't Able to play at Ibrooks. On Sunday, I think it would be a big blow for Celtic. Ronnie and Cumbernauld is next up. Here's Neil Lennon. A scratcher, you know, got a, a couple of glamour games. Ah, you've heard that one already. This is the right Neil Lennon. Well, the usual sort of derby, you know, it'll be high octane, uh, noisy, colourful, uh, competitive. 
yeah, just difficult to predict, you know, like, so there may be goals in it, there may be not, it's very, form goes out the window, as you know, but um, I just want us to put in a, a strong performance, which I know the team are capable of. Doesn't the result on Sunday lead down a marker for the rest of the season? Yeah, it's just rubbish all that talk, you know, before you, it's our fourth game of the season, so there's another 34 to go after that, I mean, you can ask me that maybe around February, March. We get too hysterical too early, and it's almost like game to game, every performance gets analysed to death. And um, you know, to say is it a, a marker or a defining moment in the season? It's just sorry, I'm not buying into that at all. Ronnie's a Celtic fan in Cumbernauld. How are you feeling, Ronnie? Confident with a couple of days to go? Well confident, yeah, definitely well confident, guys. And good evening. Hello. Um, obviously, um, I watched the um, St Mung game last Sunday, and. Obviously, I didn't see the game last night, but the, obviously over the last two games, recent months and the Rangers games, I don't think Celtic will be anything to worry about at all because I don't think they're that strong. I mean, they struggled to beat St. Mern and they especially struggled to beat Leisure Warsaw last night. And but now, Celtic, on the other hand, went out, bet Hearts 3-1 and then bet 4-1. Or, or would it have been 4-0 last night only for a stupid mistake, you know, a daft penalty. But, hey, these things happen. And now, Ronnie, Yep. And now, Ronnie, I hear the radio supporters shouting at the radio Celtic took nearly two hours to beat Dunfermline in the, the Betfred Cup You're five minutes away from a penalty shootout And also okay. and also Cluj, four goals lost at home So for every... Right, okay, bad, right, bad games, bad games But at the end of the day, okay, the only game that we all lost out on Was the Champions League game too I mean, yeah. as for every other game, what can I? Yeah, but you've, dis- okay, you've dismissed you've dismissed Rangers. You've dismissed Rangers, Ronnie, on the strength of an average performance against St Mirren and a game that you say you didn't see last night. No, but obviously I've listened to obviously Rangers supporters and Rangers fans, and obviously they've said, "Oh, it was a great game," blah blah blah. Albeit in the ninety-first minute, they've still scored the goal and they've still qualified for the. The Euro, the the, the the league, the Euro league table. That's I, fine. I respect your, I respect your right. It. I respect your right to come on and say Celtic will wipe the floor with them. It's not a problem. But for everything that you say about Rangers and the last minute goal, again, I can hear people saying, "What about James Forrest's one hundred and fifteenth minute goal against the Vermont? Yep, that's it. Of course, of course, that that can be brought up again. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. But I am just basically talking about. The last two I'm talking about the last two games where Rangers did struggle. Who's going to be the main man tomorrow, Ronnie? Who do you or oh, Sunday, sorry, who are you desperate t- to see starting for Celtic? And what about those injury concerns? How would you get your way around them if they don't pass I, uh, the I, uh, test? He is struggling. He's the only he's the only one that's gonna kind of a big doubt on it, right? Edward obviously was a bit of cramp, he's okay, right? And Bolly will probably I think he will play, you know what I mean? But the centre line I would put Forrest, obviously. Definitely, definitely Forrest up front. And maybe Mikey Johnson kind of hanging back. I mean, Sam, I don't know if he's going to get a game for the starters. Maybe he's going to go on the bench. It would be a shame in many ways, Mark, if Mikey Johnson was to miss out as you you floated the idea. You're not predicting it as such because he's been very good and he was good last night again. Um, But you're right, if if, if something's going to give, you just wonder if it will be him to try and... You know, match up a bit more in midfield, yeah, get Cham in there. Yeah, who you're, knows? You're right. Look, Rangers are very, very strong in the middle of the park. Davis is outstanding. Jack is outstanding. Then ahead of them, you've, you've got Ojo, and then you can bring a Rebo. And therefore, Celtic, 
Scott Brown every day of the week won't let you down um, but I think they just need to stiffen up a wee bit in there and that's why particularly when you're away from home um, and again I think the home old firm games will be important so listen I think that Neil Lennon he might not admit it but I think he'd be delighted with a draw um, at, at Ibrox um, and if you can do that by sacrificing one of your so-called more flair players just to tighten you up because the middle of the park will be will be so important. Thank you, Ronnie. In Cumbernauld, don't forget we've got two Friday night fixtures this evening. Inverness against Morton is underway. It's goalless, and we've got the small matter of a Dundee derby. We're going to preview that, and then we'll put Mark and Hugh to the test. We've got a full time teaser. It's got a a predictable theme this weekend, shall we say? Stay tuned for the question. Clyde One Super Scoreboard With Thompson's Road Accident Solicitors The compensation you deserve when you've been sidelined Talk to Thompson's.com It's Hugh Keevans and Mark Guidi here with me Gordon Duncan On tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard We'll get a preview from the Big Dundee Derby very soon with Dave Galloway uh, But of course we've got a big derby of our own this weekend uh, Not to be missed though Hugh Keevans Some great fixtures across the Premiership tomorrow Yeah I mean Mullerwell and the Hibs You know Paul Heckenbottom Falling foul of the Hibs supporters last week over the substitution of Scott Allen. Uh, the Hibs fans are looking very carefully at tomorrow's result. Uh, likewise, St Johnson against Kilmarnock, uh, Angelo Alessio, uh, he could certainly do with a, a decent result, but a resurgent St Johnston and with Stevie May back at the club. Uh, let's quickly set up the full time teaser question. This one's been sent in uh, by Ryan Graham from Bells Hill. Thank you to Ryan for sending in. He sent it to fulltime at Clyde1.com. We're looking for the last nine players who have scored for the losing team in an old firm game. Looking for the last nine players who have scored for the losing team in an old firm game. The only caveat, it doesn't include the game Rangers won on penalties. We're talking 90 minutes here. Uh-huh. Right, so Ryan Kent Yes Ryan Kent from last season The last nine players Who've scored for the losing team In an old firm game Remember some of these Maybe were won By a scoreline t- to nil So Yeah A lot of them were Were tight You know So, um, so Kent was a 2-1 last season Rangers won 1-0 and 2-0 Celtic won 1-0 Last season in Sham So you're, you're having to go back a wee bit now when Dembele scored his hat trick was that five one that day? Yeah. Um, bum, 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 Mark Warburton, Joey Barton, Martin Wycon. No. Oh, who else was the the the, the big striker? Um, Hugh that came up and ended up going to Preston. We'll get back to it because we've got a few things to squeeze in. So you've got Ryan Kent. You've got eight more to get. You can help us at Clyde SSB on Twitter. Grant's in Cumbernauld. Hi, Grant. Hi lads, how we doing? Good, thanks. Um, as usual, it's the, the usual Haran build up to the to an old firm game. Um, I think you need to go back to twenty ten eleven when both the old firm and a the first half of the season level on point, um, undefeated one other game so far. I think Rangers. I think this is the first real opportunity since we've been promoted back to the Premiership to really. We're in this title race. I mean, you look back. You look back at the last couple of seasons, and there were still sort of off the pitch events and whatever else, and there was inconsistencies. Now, I don't buy into this this gap this uh, gap between Celtic and Rangers stuff. Now, I think it's purely since as Hugh Kim has pointed out the two the two Rangers victories at Ibrox last season that it's purely down to consistency. Now, 
there's two good teams there. It's purely down to consistency who can who can keep ahead. I think Rangers compared to last season are a better team. The foundations were laid last season. They've obviously qualified for the Europa League group series again, which is no small achievement. Um, I feel as if now Rangers have matured better. Morelos looks at this stage to have a better head on his shoulders. I feel as if Rangers are are in a a very, very, probably the best position since going back to 2010-2011 to really put the, the clamps on this Celtic title charge. Just when you mentioned Morelos there, Grant, I'll dust off the old question again. Can this be the game where he finally breaks his duck against Celtic? You can't really fault him for any of the other games. He's popping up time and time again in various domestic fixtures and in Europe. It's the one thing he's got hanging over him. Will he score against Celtic? All the tools are there for it. I was saying to to, uh, producer Andy just before I come on, I feel as if all the tools are there. I feel as if Rangers got a much more, a far more dynamic midfield. Um, I think that chances can be created through balls, crosses for any point uh, within the final two thirds of the pitch. I I generally believe. um, I mean, you look at you look at some of the chances that he missed last night. There was a a chance over in Warsaw. Chances that he missed. I feel as if I, I used to. I used to honestly feel as if that Morelos, when you took that bite out of his game, he wasn't the same player. I've been proved wrong for what I've seen, um, especially over the Warsaw legs. I, th- I think the tools are there. I think the tools are there. I think that they're midfield. Um, are probably the answer to that. Is it Aribo, Jack, and Davis, John, um, Grant? Oh, I, I don't know. I, 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 if I was being honest, I, I would definitely have a Rebo in there. The, the boys, the boys lit up the club. I think um, he's, a, he's a good young talent. But I would certainly have liked a Ryan Jack. I wouldn't even discard Glenn Kamara to be honest. I would, I would try and stick to probably a similar team that he had um, in the old firm win back in May. When you go back a year, um, Rangers, the whole reason why Rangers are where they are just now, I think, is good recruitment. If you go back to last season Rangers didn't make it to a cup final Yes they beat Celtic twice But Celtic still In spite of losing Brendan Rodgers And having the upheaval created by that Still beat Rangers in the league by 9 points Since then There has been very good recruitment And it's undeniable That Rangers Are a match for Celtic now And will take them all the way Neil Lennon's absolutely correct when he says how can you read everything into game four of a 38-game series? However, taking this one game in isolation, Rangers, for me, are the favourites on their own patch. And for one other simple reason, I look along the Celtic back four, I see square pegs, round holes, and the loss of Ayer could be vital for Celtic. And that is an area that Rangers are going to concentrate on. They're going to look at Bolly, Ball and Golly and think, Hit everything towards him Because He Is a bag of nerves And defensively Not strong The perceived strength Of Rangers at the moment Mark is Is that midfield three If that is the case then How big an afternoon Is it for Scott Brown Because he has bossed So many Of these fixtures Over the years And now people um, are starting to wonder Can he play the same amount of games This is going to be his yeah. third game In the space of a week He's been criticised before And he's bounced back Time and time again How important could he be In there tomorrow Oh, he'll, uh, be vi- Sunday. He'll, he'll, he'll be vital um, for Celtic, but you know he. When you consider again the player that Brendan Rodgers inherited from from his final season with 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 Ronnie Dial, it's night and day. 
And he's put absolutely everything into the past three seasons to lead Celtic to the table treble. How many games have he played, Gordon? In excess of 150 games um, in the three years. And, you know, has been has been dominant, dominant in many of them. Um, will he play as many games this season? I don't think so. Um, and that's where Celtic, you know, need to go and find um, a true replacement for him within the next 12 to 18 months. They need to go and find the next Scott Brown. I'll go back to, I know it's a year ago, but I think they lost out in the natural successor to him and John McGinn. I think John McGinn could have slotted into that role. And Did Hugh Keevans pay game. you to bring that up tonight? <laughs> no, but I've always said that, that, that's, that's one thing that, that um, I think, you know, was a... It was a real loss was not getting John McGinn to, to the club. But anyway, um, Brown will be influential and like I say, people are writing him off and uh, I don't think he enjoyed good games at Ibrooks last season so he will have something to show on it. But if he doesn't do well on Sunday, then again, he will come in for heavy criticism and people will say he's finished and that's when he usually comes good. Thank you very much, Grant in Cumbernauld. Let's go to Tanadice because there's a big Dundee derby under the lights tonight. Friday night football and the man for the big occasion on Tayside, Dave Galloway. Thank you very much, Gordon. Well, Tanadice is totally sold out for this much-anticipated showdown between two city rivals keen to lay down a marker in the push for promotion. To add even more fuel to the fire the last time they met in the league, about 200 yards up the road at Dent Park in 2016, Dundee relegated United with a 2-1 triumph. Now, the Tangerines, with home advantage and a perfect start to their championship campaign, fancy the chances of making it four wins in a row. They also have goal machine Lawrence Shankland who scored seven times in their first three league matches. However the Dundee squads who made the traditional pre-match march down the street en masse earlier are full of confidence they can get a vital victory. They've kept clean sheets in their last two league games and have their own goal threat of course with fans favourite Kane Hemmings back for his second spell with the club. Let's run through the teams then. United have uh, two changes. In come Mark Connolly and Peter Pollitt out drop Ian Hart and Nicky Clark so it's Ben Segrist in goals back four for United of Liam Smith Mark Connolly Mark Reynolds and Jamie Robson midfield Paul McMullen Callum Butcher Sam Stanton and Peter Pollitt up front Louis Appert and Lawrence Shankland substitutes for United tonight Dennis Sow Clark Cammy Smith Harks King and Watson Dundee well they also make two changes Jamie Ness and Josh Todd are in out drop uh, Paul McGowan and Finlay Robertson so it's Jack Hamilton in goals across the back tonight Cammy Kerr Jordan McGee Jordan Forster and Jordan Marshall midfield Declan McDade Sean Byrne Jamie Ness and Josh Todd and a front two for the Dark Blues tonight Kane Hemmings and Danny Johnson substitutes Ferry Meekings Nelson McGowan Curran McPake and Robertson and your match referee here at Tannadice brilliant atmosphere it's Kevin Clancy that does sound like a great atmosphere, oh. doesn't it? Wish I was there. Not to say I'm not loving the company of you two, uh, but when you look at the table, Dundee United already four points ahead of their city rivals, so a real chance to put some yeah. some daylight. Yeah. Lauren Shankland's been banging the goals in. They look to be carrying all before them, and Shankland is the, the main man. But, my goodness, a championship match, Gordon. 13,500 people. Uh, a pal of mine in Dundee told me today that's one in Every 11 people In the city of Dundee It's a great start I don't believe that you've got pals But yeah. it's a brilliant start Nevertheless <laughs> And the game is live on television yeah. So This shows you How much Our major league Needs these two clubs From that one city 
But only if they're good Mark Goody That's the point Football yeah. is designed to, to, to reward teams that are good And punish teams that are bad They're there for a reason Because they, they, they couldn't cut it In the top flight But hopefully um, That type of atmosphere I see where Hugh's coming from It sounded brilliant. great didn't it Ah it's brilliant you see, like, you know, It's been a, a game Hotly anticipated All week I think Dundee United Will win the game I think they won't look back After tonight I fancy them strongly to come up and um, I think they're more than ready to go back into the Premiership and I think the Premiership is more than ready to have them back There's another derby this weekend in case you hadn't heard John is in Drimmon he's looking ahead to that one Hi John Hi, hi panel Hello hi, And uh, Jim Barty um, My point is that last year I think Rangers had the best opportunity to win in the league because for October Celtic couldn't get playing their first eleven through injuries etc and we still won every trophy we still won the league by nine points and this year I think Celtic's back to being Celtic scoring goals for fun and I agree with one of your earlier um, guys that was on talking about he's not been impressed with what he's seen in Rangers and I would agree with him 93rd minute before the beat Kilmarnock 76th minute free kick against St Mirren I don't think And they were only 2-1 up By the way Until Hibs got a man sent off So me, I've not seen anything That's saying to me That Celtic should be Be worried about going to Ibrox John ex- explain this rivalry to me John Why is it Last season When Celtic are beating Kilmarnock In the last minute It's great character It's a sign of champions But if Rangers do it It's a sign that they're struggling uh, Well last year We should have played the games to 86 minutes I think it was that Stephen Gerrard said he wanted them cut to 86 minutes otherwise they would have won the league mm. not really, the Mayor not, what Rangers they sell it or a better team they've, they've proved that over the course maybe so but you, you've not really answered my question you're holding it against Rangers and saying that them scoring late on to win at Kilmarnock is a sign that they are struggling but when Celtic did it last season it was great character and a sign of champions what's the difference? Absolutely we were playing football we were playing decent football We'd never broke down the defence until the last minute, as you say, in quite a lot of games. So maybe that's what happened with Rangers? No, Rangers are only playing good football. Oh, right, okay. That's the thing. You try your best, but it's a waste of time. Uh, it's obligatory in this part of the world, on the weekend when these two clubs play, it is obligatory to run down the other side. It is obligatory. To be in complete denial about anything that the other lot are doing well uh, And that's why defeat comes a, a dreadful shock to Celtic or Rangers supporters Because they can never look at a thing objectively before the game starts So the reason why Rangers are in a strong position this weekend Is that, yeah, I pointed out that last season they didn't make it to a cup final Lost the league by nine points But can't John see that the recruitment since then has been good? And that Rangers, while having ordinary days like the one against St Mirren, are also having outstanding days and nights apart from that. Who's the main man for you on Sunday then, John? Who's going to win it for Celtic? Here's the thing. Um, I came on the on the show a few weeks back, maybe three or four weeks ago, and said that I believed that Celtic would win the league and I can't. And I stand by that. I, I still watch... The highlights of Rangers games are if we're on the TV I watch it. There's nothing there that I'm seeing. So it's not about just because it's the derby this week. Absolutely not. The man, the main man for me this week will be Osdon, without a shadow of a doubt, Sunday. 
Yeah, Edward certainly looks like he'll lead the line He's been performing well Thank you to John in Drimmon We'll move on to get your answers if we can on the teaser Josh win that Yes, I'll repeat the question if anyone's just joining us <laughs> He just nicked that off me <laughs> He is shameless I saw him walk over and consult your, your bit of paper uh, The last nine players have scored for the losing team In an old firm game uh, It doesn't include the Rangers win on penalties We're talking 90 minutes So Ryan Kent and Josh Windass are two uh, uh, Joe Garner? Yes, that was the 5-1 yeah, one. One I was yeah. looking for, mm-hmm. Joe Garner And I've got another cut Because I'm, I'm, I'm thinking pff, It's going to be mainly Rangers names I would think It's but, actually... Um, no, is it a no, decent well, split? Obviously Not as many the, the most recent ones are Rangers uh-huh. But uh, There's I'm a split Because we're looking for the last nine Barry Mackay? No Bruno Alves? No Right, okay So we're looking for Some uh, How far back is it go, Gordon? What, what season are we going back to? We're going back to about I'll double check for you But off the top of my head We're going back to Sort of Neil Lennon's first spell I would say Right, so you're going back to about 2010 We'll get the rest of the answers next Clyde One Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the league leader for compensation. Talk to Thompson's.com. Into the final part of tonight's Clyde One Super Scoreboard, Hugh Keevens and Mark Guidi are here. It's just kicked off in the Dundee Derby where it is goalless. Let's see what you've got on the full time teaser. So Ryan sent the question tonight to fulltime at Clyde1.com and uh, he's looking for the last nine players who've scored for the losing team in an old firm game. It's a pretty simple question It does not include The game which went to penalties We're talking 90 minutes here So Start last season Let's go backwards You've got Ryan Kent You Just before that You've got Josh Windass <coughs> You've missed a couple And then you've got Joe Garner Jordi Samaras No James Forrest No just to clear something up We're looking for the last nine players And I don't mind giving you the clue That is a run that stretches back To The 18th of September 2011 right, I'll, I'll throw Charlie Mulgrew No I'll, Gar- throw, I'll throw Sorry on you go You're Gary Hooper say. Yes Good shout Right I'm going to throw a Celtic one in El Caduri oh, It's magnificent Ooh. Yes Left back mm-hmm. That's the hardest one Him and Gary Hooper The same game I think Was it No no uh, Yeah I think it was actually Yes Mulgrew was sent off that day Maybe that's what you're getting mixed up so we're looking for Four more So you're looking at Was it when Rangers were down the leagues And Celtic got them in the Cups then? Uh, no No Because I don't think Celtic scored in those games uh, Rangers scored in those games Sorry right, Okay So you're going Well here's one for starters Okay You've got Josh Windass What game did he score in? He scored in the 3-2 game So who got Rangers other one? Uh, good question Candias? Yes Well done Okay three to get Plenty of time to get them uh, Hugh it's been a busy old show mm. We make apologies for that Clearly a lot of European action The Europa League draw Massive game on Sunday Let's take a closer look At some of tomorrow's Other fixtures as well Because Plenty of intrigue Before we get to Sunday lunchtime Take your pick What would you like to go for first? Uh, I like the look of Mother Hibbs As a football match uh, I am intrigued by Paul Heckenbottom uh, And his Ongoing Spat With the Hibbs supporters uh, He's carrying it a stage further now By saying Look I'll pick the team and get over it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all very well until you hit a point where results aren't great, performances aren't great. And the main gripe, as I understand it, is the, the Hibs fans feel he doesn't yet know what his best 11 is. So for me, that's got a lot of intrigue 
Accompany it tomorrow Speaking of Edinburgh managers Who have their disagreements with fans Mark Guidi Craig Levine at home to Hamilton mm-hmm. If you can ever label a game on the 30th of August A must win mm-hmm. That would become pretty close wouldn't it? Yeah they do Particularly always think that when If a board think that changes Is necessary Getting into an international break Is usually an ideal time to do it So you tend to find that The focus comes on managers More than the final game Before the break As it will next um, In October too if, I don't think Craig Levine Will lose I think Hearts will win tomorrow But if he had to lose it I think there'd be serious question marks Hanging over him But um, I think he'll win the game I think he's absolutely fine uh, Elsewhere Livy St Mirren And St Johnston Kilmarnock In the top flight Any more on the teaser quickly? Keyson Young? Nope There's a, a sort of obvious one Easy for me to say When it's written down But Rangers. For Rangers uh, In terms of goal scorers Over that period Strikers Had bound to have been involved In loads of these games well, It's no Morelos It's no Defoe no, more, of a, more of a veteran Of the fixture uh, Not Chris Boyd He didn't score against Celtic The other one Kenny Miller Yes Kenny Miller Good Two to get Let's speak to Robert In Newlands Hi Robert Hi gents, I finally found my voice back after last night <laughs> <laughs> but The reason I'm, I'm phoning in is, is to talk about last night's result And hopefully get to talk about the group uh, the group stage um, reveal as well As well as the game on Sunday I think last night wasn't just a victory getting into Europe I think that was a victory for the club as a whole uh, Securing the money uh, for Europe was kind of essential Because we have been spending rather large in the, the transfer window um, I felt the fans were, behaved impeccably. Um, I think um, I think Dave King said something recently about how he was proud about the support last night. I I, I, can, I didn't want to leave Ibrox last night. You know, <laughs> a couple of years ago I couldn't wait to leave at ninety minutes, but um, for the first time I, I was asked to leave because I was too busy celebrating. But last night was such a good result, and I think even better today. I think we've got a cracking group. I think Porto, although a cracking team. Feyenoord are a good team and uh, young boys I think with the team that we've got just now and the depth that's clearly growing and uh, with Stephen Gerrard taking over I think we can have a chance of maybe getting a couple of decent results I mean last year we played well in Europe but not good enough to qualify for the last 32 I think that should be put in as one of our priorities um, for the the remainder of the season because um, we can secure even more funds which could even secure more players for next season and so on and so forth but of course I'm very anxious for the game on Sunday um, if you want my honest opinion I, I don't think either team are good enough to beat each other I think it's going to be one each um, I think we'll score first and then no doubt Celtic will score because they always seem to find a way to score against us but I just, I'm, I'm elated I think the reason why I came on tonight was because I was listening to the last call saying that we're playing rubbish football and I think that's a load of nonsense I think we're playing some of the best football in the league right now I'm not saying it's the best football it's the best Rangers have played in a long time But um, to say that We're playing rubbish football is a joke But I'm really looking forward to Sunday though. Robert, I am old enough to have lived through Nine in a row for Celtic Under Jockstein And nine in a row for Rangers Under Graham Souness and Walter Smith And I remember how The Rangers supporters felt When Celtic were sweeping all before them And I remember how the Celtic supporters felt when the boot was on the other foot and Rangers were dominant. And that's why I think the Rangers supporters at the moment are in that ecstatic state where after an eight-year gap, when they've been down in the lowest orders 
of Scottish football They now see that chink of light after eight years And Steven Gerrard has created that mindset And the players are good enough And that's why I know that uh, you will go to the game And I think more Rangers supporters will go in a state of conference uh, Better state of conference than you You're thinking one all draw I think lots of Rangers supporters are thinking win Quickly before we let you go Robert What about your team for tomorrow? Who's... Sunday How many times am I going to do that It's a a force of habit Saturday's football day Forgive me It's been a long week It's an old firm It's a Sunday (laughs) That's true Uh, I'll I'll be here anyway That's for sure What about your team Team considerations Um, We need to to put Davis in it Because Davis is an experienced head In the midfield As well as our field I wouldn't play our field on Sunday I think he's had too many games I think he's a wee bit You know he's also Remember he's had a summer Playing football as well For Canada So I think he needs to Maybe let, uh, take this one out I put Glenn Kamara in Because um, I think he played brilliant In the last goal firm He rises to the occasion I would put Jermaine Defoe up front Instead of Morelos Although Morelos has got signs Of showing that he's You know he's calmed down He's learned his lesson I still There's still doubts in my mind You know you need experienced players So um, Maybe put Morelos on Later in the second half Because you know Although Defoe's very fit You know You can only ask one striker To do so much So um, but Shady Ojo played brilliantly last night. I think that Aribo will be really up for it because this is a lot of people questioned him when he came up to us at Rangers. Although we were excited to say them, a lot of the uh, journalists are saying mm, there's still a wee bit ifs and buts of him. But I think he'll be brilliant. Robert, and you're in full flow, but I'm going to have to leave it there. We are fast running out of time. But hope you enjoy the game on Sunday. <laughs> what have you two got in the teaser? You've got two answers left to get, and we're already running out of time. Right, give us a clue. Both Celtic. One will play tomorrow. Uh, well, I'd imagine. Now, bearing in mind, we're going back quite a while, so Callum that should McGregor. give you a clue. No. We're going and back. Scott quite Brown. A... Yep. Right. And the other one, I mean. Joe Ledley. Nah, this, I think we could be here all night. It was a um, a 3 2 defeat at Ibrooks, March 2012. He's a defender. Hoyveld. Chad Durie was sent off. Bocanegra was sent off. Scott Brown scored. That game uh, And this guy also scored A defender uh, From uh, Nor- Norway I'll put you out of your misery Oh No 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 I need to no, quick no, 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 no. TR Thomas Rogner Thomas Ronye Well done Thank you Hugh Keevans and Mark Guiri We're back tomorrow At 2 o'clock Looking ahead to a good Saturday In the Premiership We're back on Sunday as well And GBX Fridays are next Super Scoreboard with Thompson's Personal Injury Solicitors, the form team for compensation for more than 40 years. Talk to Thompson's.com.